Welcome to the Empowered Essence Podcast, where we liberate you and empower you to let your soul lead the way in life and business. I am your host, Laura Lawrence, sharing my thoughts and intimate conversations with featured guests on human design, energetics, and spirituality to provide you with the tools you need to tap into your most authentic self. I am here to empower you to walk away feeling ready to live your most expansive and purposeful life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to welcome you to another week of Empowered Essence. I am continuing on with my energy type series, and these have been so great because it's provided this foundational knowledge in each of the energy types. So if you are new to human design or you just want to deepen your understanding of yourself, these are really, really great episodes. So today we're going to be talking about manifestors and reflectors which are the two least popular or least common of the energy types. So starting off, we'll talk about manifestors and manifestors represent about eight to 9% of the world's population. And some examples of celebrity manifestors are Jennifer Aniston, Martha Stewart, George W. Bush, Johnny Depp. They really, what I think is so interesting about these individuals is that they are a so different, but what's common about them is they are just so strong in their power and they are master leaders and manifestors in their own way. And so the, the energy of a manifestor is here to make it happen. They are here to start projects. They are here to start movements. They are really about getting things off the ground and bringing these new ideas and inspiration into the world. And what's like the gift of a manifester is really about having the courage to walk a new path or to show an entirely different way or new way of doing things. They are here to really invigorate the energy of the people around them. So they have these visions, these ideas, these movements that they want to create And they get other people excited. They get other people to follow them. They get other people to see their vision. And so that's why it's so important for them to have generators and manifesting generators in their lives to really bring these things to life. Because a manifester has an undefined sacral. So similar to the projectors I was talking about, they do not have a defined sacral. And the defined sacral is really all about that consistent life force energy, that consistent energy to do. So if you think about the energy of a manifester, they are like the CEO. They've got the idea, they've got the vision, they know what needs to happen, but they need that support to help bring it to life. So if you are a manifester that's like, oh, I've got all these ideas swirling around in my head, but I just don't have the energy to bring it to life. You know why. And and so it's really an invitation or an opportunity for you to be like, okay, what is the support that I need to bring this to life? And so another gift of yours is really showing people that when you are bold, when you are authentic, authentic, 
that's when you can really step into your power and inspire others. So like I said, you see things differently, you do things differently. And so when you really step into that boldness, that power, that authenticity of yours, it really inspires others to do the same. And so how you are designed to operate, you are here to make things happen, like energetically initiate things. So you are the only energy type that is here to initiate. And so your strategy, because you are here to initiate, your strategy is to inform. So to let people know what is going on in that big brain of yours, what are all those ideas and all of the inspiration and the vision that you have for the world sharing that bigness with other people to get them excited, to get them involved, to initiate these movements, these projects, these the business, all of the things that you want to create in this world. It's really all about informing people. So you will find that potentially, you know, you've got all of these ideas swirling in your mind and you're, you're doing and you're making things happen and you're initiating and talking to people. But Maybe, you know, your partner comes to you and says, well, I didn't know you were doing that. Why are you doing that? Like that, like it's a surprise to people when, you know, you've had this in your mind for months and months and months or weeks and weeks and weeks. And everyone's like, well, where did that come from? I didn't know you were thinking about that. And so helping to bring people along the journey is what's going to make things a lot easier for you. And at first, for people who are new to the idea of informing and bringing people along the journey with you, you might feel like you're over communicating. And so even in your business, um, when you've got multiple offers or you've got things that you've been working on, really communicating to people, you know, dropping hints about something that you're going to be launching, um, sharing something's coming. And then when you launch it, sharing all the details so that people can understand, okay, what is this thing that she's doing? Why is she doing it? And really helping them to get behind your vision, to get behind the excitement that you have. That is the purpose of informing. And so, like I said, you're not here necessarily to execute on things. So it's really important to tap into like, what is it that you really love doing? And oftentimes it's like this, like high level vision, you know, sharing the ideas and then helping others bring it to life. So in, for example, you might hire a VA or you might hire um, you know, someone to help you with your course creation because you've got this vision of this course that you want to run, but getting someone to help you put the slides together or someone to help you just coordinate and upload information into your portal, whatever it is, like doing some of those like smaller details, you handle more of the, the, the things that you enjoy, the bigger picture items, the strategy behind your business, but then you've got people who are executing on some of the things that maybe don't require you or don't require your energy to bring it to life. And like I said, you are here to play big. You are here to be a visionary. You're here to be a CEO. And, you know, you might have multiple ideas or multiple things on the go at one time. And that's perfect. That is, that is perfect for you. 
Um, I had a, I have a client, um, and actually she'll likely be a guest on this show at some point, but she is a realtor. She has a home decor company, and then she's also leading a movement for women in the real estate industry to collaborate versus competition. And she brings these women together for networking events and um, just personal development and that sort of stuff. So she's got all of these different things, but all of it is tied to real estate, which is her niche. And all of it ties together in a very cohesive way. And she has this huge vision for her business that every time she talks about it, I'm just always in awe of it. But that is that manifester, that manifester energy. The other thing to point out is that the reason why you're not here to execute or or the reason why um, having a generator or a manifesting generator in your life will, will be helpful is because you don't have this consistent energy. And so that, like I said, comes from your undefined sacral. And so you're here to work in spurts. So the way that your energy works is that you can work in these energetic spurts that you can go hard for three or four days, you know, work 12 hour days doing all the things. But by that fifth day, you need a break. You need to recharge. You need rest. And, and, you know, those energetic spurts can last a week. They could last a month. They could last two days and then you need a break. And so they can be different depending on how you feel and how much energy you have behind the things that you're doing. And so honoring that, knowing that, okay, I work in energetic spurts. I'm going to work really, really hard for these next three days, five days, six days, whatever it is, but I'm going to allow myself that time and space after that to recharge. And that recharge helps with boosting your creativity. So your gift is these ideas, these visions. And so when you allow yourself this alone time, it allows you to disconnect from the world around you. You know, the ideas of people, what people think, what's going on, what they're experiencing, what they're feeling, what they're sensing. And you basically disconnect from that to recharge that creativity. So time in nature, exercise, um, doing sports, whatever it is, but just allowing yourself that time and space to recharge and not feeling that need to have to go, 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 because that's when burnout is going to happen is when you try to extend those energetic spurts. As a child, a, a manifestor child, you might have experienced some sort of conditioning around being too much coming on too strong. You have this very bold personality you have a very, so I, I talk about the energy type. Your energy type is your aura, what your aura is like, the energetic field that is about three to four feet around you. And so the, the manifester aura is actually like a very dense feeling aura. And so sometimes people don't necessarily know how to handle you. You come across as bold and strong. And so because you're only eight to 9% of the world's population, you are a minority in, in the world's population. Allowing yourself to A, own it. <laughs> that is who you are. That is who you're meant to be. Not allow others to condition you and, and make you feel like you are too much. Because when you step into your power, when you step into this boldness, this authenticity, 
that's when you become so magnetizing for the right people. Not everyone is going to resonate with you. You will have, you will experience that there's like people who love you and want to be around you. And then there are people that just don't. And that's okay. So it's coming to terms and and accepting and allowing that the right people will come into your space when you step into your boldness and authenticity. You are not meant to conform. You're here to be different. You're here to be a trailblazer, a leader of the wolf pack, so to speak. So allowing that, honoring that, knowing that, that just gives so much confidence to step into that. And your confidence comes from your body. So as a manifester, you manifest very easily. So like when you vocalize things, that's when you start manifesting, when you share the things that you desire. But the thing is, because you manifest so easily, sometimes you manifest things that you don't want. And so to, um, to, you know, really step into and start manifesting the things that you desire is really all about getting back into your body, getting clarity in your body in terms of what is it that I want? What is it that I desire? And really owning that. And so how you do that is through space, through alone time, really coming back into your own, tapping into your authority, whatever your authority is as a manifester, um, listening to that. And when you get that clarity within your body, that's when you vocalize it. That's when you verbalize the things that you want, the things that you want to bring in, the, the visions, the ideas that you have. Because when you start vocalizing the things that you truly, truly want to manifest, that's when things will feel like it's in alignment because when you um, start vocalizing things based on people pleasing, when you start vocalizing things that you're, that you're keeping yourself small, potentially, maybe you're not fully stepping into your boldness. You'll start manifesting these things that are maybe not exactly what you desire. So tapping back into your body, when you get that full body clarity, start vocalizing it, start sharing it, because that's, that's when things are going to shift. You don't like structure and shoulds. So really playing by your own rules is the best way to go. And you are very connected to the divine as well. I will say, um, you have, you receive these internal signs. So you receive these pings, these knowings, these internal, like, that's why I say that you're so connected to your body is because the divine communicates to you through your body. That's where you get that clarity. That's where you get that certainty for you. And like I said, alone time will help recharge, amp up your creativity and help you to understand yourself. So when you give yourself that alone time, it's really all about like tapping back into you. What is it that I desire? What is it that I want? And really helping to to process that, that manifestor energy. And so the last piece that I want to touch on with you too is because you are bold, because you have this dense energy um, or this dense aura, sorry, there's an opportunity for you to soften your energy. And, and so make yourself really inviting to people around you. Um, so if you find that, you know, you're not getting clients, you find that, you know, you feel like people are turned off by you. What you can do is 
you can soften your energy in a way that is more inviting before you initiate. And so some examples of that. So on social media, you can bring people into your world. What does behind the scenes look like? What does your workspace look like? Your workspace, your environment is really important to you. So the more that you have things organized, you know, design it the way that you like, make it feel comfortable for you, that will feel really good to you. So bringing people into that space, like how do you work? How do you, you know, what are some tools that you use on a daily basis? Um, what are things that you do for fun? Like what, what is it that you enjoy doing? Really bringing people along that journey showing people like your connection, your spiritual practices, all of those sorts of things will get people to know you on a personal level. And so when you go to initiate, when you go to sell, when you go to really bring people into your movements and your projects and your offers, that's when people will feel like, I love her. I love her vibe. I love everything that she has to stand for. And that's when that's when things will start clicking. And that's, that is that manifestor energy. So, so that's all about the manifestor. So I want to, I want to start talking to about the reflectors. And so the reflectors are the unicorns of human design. You only represent 1% of the world's population. And so an example of a celebrity is Sandra Bullock. And I like using Sandra Bullock as an example, because she's been in a ton of different movies. She can be in comedy, she can be in drama, she can be in thrillers, whatever it is, she really adapts herself to that role. There's like that, that chameleon aspect of her. And so the reason why that is so important for a reflector to understand is that you are the mirrors of the world. However your environment is around you, you absorb that and amplify that out. So you you mirror what that looks like. So for example, a reflector in a really great corporate culture, a company that is engaged and growing and excited, that individual will be engaged and wanting to participate and bringing ideas to the table. But a reflector in a poor corporate culture, so a company that, you know, might be competitive, might, you know, do um, poor business practices, all of those sorts of things, compete, that reflector will pick up on that energy and amplify that out as well. So they will be disengaged. They won't be excited. They will be, you know, potentially talking about people behind their back, whatever it is, whatever that culture is, that's what that reflector is going to absorb and amplify. So recognizing that, that you are the mirror of the world. And so there are lots of gifts in that. And so you are extremely psychic. You sense things, you know, things, you see things like that just no one else is able to sense Um, You are really meant to be the center of a group. So you are one out of a hundred people. So you should be around lots of people, be around them, absorb them, amplify their energy, especially if they're a really, really great environment. So environment is the number one most important thing for reflectors. 
But then also retreating and allowing yourself alone time. So you need to sleep at night to recharge. That's how you recharge. So you are the only energy type that is a lunar being. So you are ruled by the moon versus the other energy types are ruled by the sun. And so that's also why your strategy as a reflector is to wait a lunar cycle or wait 28 days. And that's just a help you process. So between new moon to new moon, you will go through various different themes or experiences. And so when you go through the themes of whatever that new moon is, um, there will be different things that come up in your life. And so it makes it really hard for you to make decisions or to do things until you've really experienced the breadth or the experiences of that new moon. So allowing yourself the most time and space to make decisions, to move on things, to do things, that is the most helpful thing for you. And so your power really comes from feeling others so deeply. Like I said, you have these psychic abilities and there's so much wisdom and intuitiveness in that. Um, You are always changing because of the people that you are around. Um, And so recognizing who those people are. So surrounding yourself with people who are empowering and supportive for you versus those people that bring you down, you know, really understanding like, so whether it's clients, whether it's coaches, whether it's colleagues, whatever it is, being very, very selective of the people that you hire, the people that you work with, because you really need to have people in your life that see you, that feel you, that understand you and, and support you on your path and on your journey. People that don't pressure you to make decisions, people who don't pressure you to be something that you're not. That's really, really important. It's important to have alone time so that you can really be present in your magic, in your downloads and your channeling. Like you will, you will get these ideas and inspiration that are just out of this world. Um, You will get these observations, these senses, these intuitive pings. So being able to be present in that and reflectors can really be anything that they want. So you could be actually, it's really interesting. So I, one of my clients, he was a partner at an accounting firm. Um, so you might not have thought of a reflector being a partner at an accounting firm, but that, that was his role and he loves it. He loves, loves, loves it because a, he's surrounded by really great people who work really hard that, um, you know, that, that are just very supportive people. So he always, he talked to me about like how his leaders, the leaders that he's had has always been really supportive and a previous company that he worked for was not supportive. And he knew that right away, the moment that he started and he didn't last very long there. And so really being intuitive about those people and, and also reflectors make really, really great leaders So people leaders, because they can see people so deeply, they make great coaches, but that that does not mean that it precludes you from doing other things. It's really all about doing roles that allow you to see people and you get recognized for those 
gifts that you have, that ability of seeing the other so deeply and being able to sense things that um, people might not always sense. And so typically reflectors make really great leaders, consultants, um, when they can, when they can be recognized for, for those natural gifts. Always know that when you feel good, life will lead you. So always tap into your inner feelings, those inner um, senses within your body. So when you feel good, life will lead you. You will be led on the path that you're meant to be on. Changes need to be made if you do not feel good. That's a sign that you're mirroring what is wrong in your environment. When you feel this like heaviness in your, in your body, this like, you know, heaviness in your heart, these um, heaviness in your stomach, you know, just this um, sense that something is not right. Um, you can also see, so like I said, you are a mirror for other people. You can see and sense and feel what's going on with others. So it's really important for you to share that with other people so that they can learn how to adjust. And so when you pick up on things and when you sense things, when you see things that are not working for other people, share it because that, that is your gift, that being that mirror for other people. And sometimes it might not be taken um, with welcomeness and receptiveness, but knowing that when you share those, those insights, that you're coming from a place of support, that you're coming from a place of help, that you're coming from a place to like really make the lives of those other people feel really good and, and to make the necessary changes. So coming from a place of empathy will really help um, and your messaging too. So making sure that people know that you're that you are sharing this out of the goodness of your heart. All right. So that is my overview for reflectors. Oh, and then the last thing, sorry, the one thing that I forgot to mention is, so you're not self-theme. So when you are out of alignment, you will feel disappointment. And when you are in alignment, your signature theme is surprise. It's like this surprise and delight. Like you feel delighted, like, oh my gosh, I feel really good. Things are going great. So those are, those are some common things. And then for the manifester, your not self theme is anger and your signature or that in alignment theme is peace. And so that peace comes a lot of the times from that alone time and really sinking into you. So anyways, I hope that you enjoyed this manifester and reflector overview. I had so much fun just sharing my knowledge and wisdom with all of you guys in this energy type series. This is my one line coming out. So I'm definitely going to be talking more about profile lines coming up too, because I think, you know, once you understand your energy type, once you understand like that and start working with that natural energy, that's when you can start diving deeper into the other layers of human design. So if I always say, if, if you were to know one thing in human design, it would be your energy type and your strategy that goes along with it. Then your authority would be the next thing. 
and then profile lines. Those, those I think are the most important and can shift so much in your life. You know, these aha moments and like releasing some shame and guilt about who you are. I know that, um, there's a lot of conditioning that we experience in those, you know, first few years of life, upwards of your teens and into your twenties that it's like, well, you have to be this way in order to be successful, or you have to be this way in order for X, Y, Z to happen. But it's really not that it's like, I just, I love how people are starting to wake up and realize that, Hey, my life is the best when I can just be me. And so human design is that tool to help tap into that. And I just, I feel so honored to be able to share this with people, for people, and I hope you've taken a lot away. And so, like I've said in the other energy type videos, I would love for you to send me some DMs or emails and just let me know what are your aha moments? What did you learn about yourself? What are like the biggest takeaways? I I would love, love, love to hear that. Until next time, just keep shining your light. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Empowered Essence. If you loved this episode, don't forget to leave a rating and review on your favorite platform. And until next time, keep shining your light. Thank you.